Andrew Wood, joined as always by Pastor and Friend Jason Hayes on Between Sundays. If you're listening live to Joy 620, you're getting a double dose of Jason quite, and Andrew today. Quite the day. Yeah, because you probably listened from the morning to now. And on your drive in this morning, you heard uh, me and Jason filling in for Bob on the Bob Bell Show. Which is a lot uh, of fun. We were joined by Todd Sennett, pastor of Black Oak Heights Baptist Church. A lot of fun. The morning show is always fun. It's early. It is early. It is very early. Uh, but now we're on Wednesday, and it's 5 o'clock, and that means between Sundays. And, and so here we are. Here we are, and here we go. Uh, feels like, um, it feels like it's either been a really good day for folks or possibly one of their worst days ever, <laughs> yeah. depending on their That's right. Like us. they keep tuning into Joy 620, and they're like, man, those guys again. Oh, man. Uh, you know, it's frustrating. Hey, we are, we but, are back. From Christmas. Yeah, and New Year's. And New Year's. Yeah, we Did took we took one? last week off, and so, uh, yeah, Christmas was good. Uh, Christmas is my favorite time of year. Of course. Thanks, Thanksgiving to Christmas is... Christmas decorations still up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when, yeah we, we till, keep till them up. when? Uh, whenever we get to it. You know, I don't know. I don't know if there's a plan at the house, but whenever we get to it. I did take down my Christmas decorations outside. Okay. Well, I actually... Technically, we still have some like garland, which have lights right, around right. the door, and a tree that is yeah. right at the door that's covered. But like all the stuff of the bushes right, and sure. you know the ginormous the inflatables, inflatables and yeah. all that stuff that are indeed at yeah. our house, they all came down uh, last week uh, when we had good weather. Sure, and, 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 and like, that's I what need we're seize the opportunity on that. Yeah, and with the rain that we've had the last couple of days, we still have wreaths on the windows and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to give that some time so yeah. they can dry off outside and then I'll bring them in. But uh but yeah, I mean, we we'll, the 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 good thing about our house is we have a basement and so we'll take the ornaments off the trees, but I don't break the trees down. I take them down and I stand them up in the basement. Do you wrap them? Nope. Well, yeah, we put we put plastic to cover them. Yeah. Even from uh, but but it, it is it makes a world of difference not to try to fit them back in some box or and then you don't have to fluff them every Christmas you know you always have to fluff those fake trees the fluffing is not and a I hate part. it I hate it with a passion and so we don't have to do that because I can just take it down to the basement and then bring it back up next year yeah so what about New Year's I mean obviously I know that you love Christmas yeah uh, does New Year's Eve it, does it feel anticlimactic no nah, it doesn't do much feel? for me I mean yeah. we watched, the kids wanted to stay up and uh and so we stayed up it, Grandma went on out she didn't stay up with us Aaron went on to bed um. And and I thought for sure my kids would – I thought for sure the two youngest would go to sleep because they, they fall asleep on the couch by nine anyway, typically. Right. Uh, but they stayed up, man. Wow. Uh, so that all the kids stayed up. So two nights in a row, that means you were up late because you yeah, stayed up, watched the yeah, football Yeah, for game. sure. So the kids – all the – it was interesting, and the kids obviously retired. So we were watching the Orange Bowl, and all the kids fell asleep in the living room by like 8.30. Okay. Uh, even Gavin fell asleep. Gavin was really interested in the ball game, but but he Just he fell asleep. So I stayed up, watched the whole game, watched the trophy presentation. So it was well after midnight. Uh, carried all the kids to bed, even Gavin, which was not easy yeah. carrying him upstairs. Uh, and then I guess they got their their rest. I didn't, but the next yeah. night, New Year's Eve, they <laughs> did not want to go to bed. So we stayed up again, and at least this time they all could walk to their own we, bed. We took our boys and six other boys yeah, that's crazy, to the mountains. Man. Okay, so Carrie and I and nine boys 
in this cabin, uh, and it was a ton of fun. It was a lot of bacon and a lot of pancakes sure. and a lot of tacos and all the cooking that we did. It was a ton of fun, but one of the boys that came with us, he was, he's, he was the friend of our youngest son, and so he's 10 or 11 years of age. He had actually gone to the Orange Bowl. Oh, wow. Okay, Went to the Orange Bowl, flew home the next morning, and then literally drove straight to our house, and they dropped him off to for us to head to the mountains. Wow. Okay. And uh, and so he blessed his sweetheart, fell asleep at six thirty. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he was wore out. <laughs> I was like, oh man. And I then proceeded to go to sleep not too far after yeah. him. I did not attempt to make the midnight run. I instead went for the like ten p.m. Uh, New Year's Eve celebration. You know, it was interesting. I watched the. Uh, so I, I didn't watch the whole Ohio State Georgia game, right? Uh, because in my family, you know, I'm lucky to get to watch the entire UT game. Sure. So if I if I pitch to them on our one TV, hey, I'm going to watch another football game. It, it just doesn't go well. So, but we were flipping back and forth, and 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 then after that game was over, it was late, and I'm in bed, and I'm like, I, I I'm not, I I'm wired. Uh, because everybody's up and, 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 but Chris Fowler and the team, they do like a post game. Yeah. They're on their plane flying from the game back to LA and it's Pat McAfee and Kirk Herbstreet. And it's just really cool because it's very much like laid back. Uh, they just kind of recap the game. And right. Chris Fowler said, which I thought was interesting. He said when that, when Ohio State made the kick or when they attempted the, the yeah. final field goal, when it was kicked, it was 2022 in the Eastern Time Zone. When it when the refs said it was no good, it was 2023. Oh wow! Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't stab that late. Though. Yeah, I, it, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, How do you feel if you're an Ohio State oh. fan, man? Well, and, and then a lot of people were, were tweeting, you know, everybody's undefeated in 2023 except for Ohio State. <laughs> Which is which oh, is funny, funny and clever. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a Georgia fan. I, you know the, the quarterback gets on my nerves, but man, they're a good ball team. Yep, no doubt they are a good ball team. See. So um, new year, new you. <laughs> yeah, not so much. Yeah, no, right? just no, same, just keep at it. Yeah, same faithful, consistent. Just keep going. That's just the way keep... your first strategy is. Now, do you set any goal? I mean, I know that you, you are a driven person yeah. and highly disciplined person. Um. So the idea of goal setting certainly feels like something that I, I could see you yeah. doing. But is it? Do you do goals annually? Do you, no, it's, you just know, kind of like, hey, this is like, you know? Well, it's, it's interesting. I, I saw somebody that I, a friend of mine who who leads a pregnancy center in another state, posted last week like this giant whiteboard in their office, and it had stuff all over it. Yeah. It was like I've spent this whole week strategizing and planning and. I'm like, am I a bad leader? Because that's not me. Yeah. I don't do that. That's right. just not how I'm wired. I don't think like that. I, it, it would do me no good to have a giant whiteboard in my office. <laughs> it would just sit there. Yeah. Uh, part of that is because I have terrible writing. So you, the last thing I want to do is write so all over. You don't it. want to remind yourself of your chicken. And then somebody will come in and go, Oh, did your kids write that? And I'm like, oh, No, I kid, did. I just went, came by. You know. yeah. And so that's just not how I operate now. But there are things like where I'm looking and going, you know, this is, some of my hopes for 2023, like what do I, uh, you know, I want to, you know, we got on a big health kick as a family, so I want to make sure I stay on top of that. Uh, there's some some goals as far as speaking and doing different things. Um, 
And, but but really, the other day, and, and I, I spoke about this briefly uh, yesterday on on my show with uh, on Joy Six Twenty. But but I think it's important because it's 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 something that that every now and then pops up in my in my feed. And it's it, it's a reminder, you know, because we look at a new year, a new us, and hey, we need to think about, you know, where we're going to travel, what we're going to do, all the big grand things. Uh, but there's a a poem by someone, and it says this: "Normal day, let me be aware of the treasure you are. Let me learn from you, love you, bless you before you. Let me not pass you by in quest of some rare and perfect tomorrow. Let me hold you while I may, for it may not always be so. One day." I shall dig my nails into the earth or bury my face in the pillow or stretch myself taut or raise my hands to the sky and want more than all the world your return. Mm. Just saying, hey, you know, sometimes we take for granted normal days. Yep. But there will be a time. It's just like when I'm, you know, scratching my son's back and going, when is this going to be over? But there will be a day where I'm like, man, if I only could just yep. have that moment. My little girl turns five. Friday and I looked at her last night and I said, can you just stay four? can you just stay like this? And because there will be a day where she's 25 and she's or or she's married and has kids. And I'm going, man, what it would be to just hold on to that little four year old. And, you know, so I think sometimes we take for granted those normal days. And so I want to make sure that I'm present and engaged in some normal days this year. Yeah, no, I think that's really, really good. I think there's something beautiful in 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 the normalcy you know we've talked a little bit about this in the past but it doesn't feel quite as hot right now but there used to be this like really heavy kind of um movement that felt like especially even just within evangelicals or at least people that i I was following at the time but it was just kind of all about you know living your yep and and i don't want to say living your your best life i'm not that's not my sure that, that's not who I was. I wasn't watching Joel Osteen. Right, clips, right, right, you know? right. But, but I mean, it's kind of this, you know, dream year. Yeah, or yeah. it was, it was like, how do you, how do you find your perfect career? And again, all this other stuff. And it just, everything was always this aspirational. Yep. Uh, you know, there was this, always this aspirational dynamic in play. And I think it's good. I'm a goal setter. Sure. I, I'm a person that, that does do well with planning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there is something really beautiful about just faithful, steady, um, you know, just um, just genuine, like just being in the moment. You know, there's something really remarkable about that, and, and also like like everything doesn't have to be dreamy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like God works in the very ordinary and the very mundane, and that's really really powerful. You know, and, and some of our sweetest times are going to be, I mean, that, you know, we, as I said, we got away, um, to the mountains and, and one night our youngest son ended up in our bed because we had boys sure. everywhere and they're, you know, he can't sleep and he wanted to come upstairs with Carrie and I and, uh, and he's our youngest, but yep. he's not young anymore, yep. you know, but he rolled over and he wrapped his arm around me and was still asleep and he was like, cuddling up on my arm and I literally took a picture of it just for yep. my own like keepsake like man like I want to remember yep. these days there's something really beautiful about it so yeah dream your dreams set your goals be the new you if you need to but also like be reminded that God works in the ordinary well and I think too you know sometimes we especially with social media we're, we're seeing everybody you know they're flying here and they're doing that and they got this big trip plan and they're doing 
And, and for some, it's like, man, I, I, I can't do that or I, yeah. I don't have the time off or I don't have the funds or I, and, and I always in these moments, I always think about my, my papa, my dad's dad who lived till he was 96 and never left Cornersville except maybe once to go see his brother in Chattanooga. But other than that, yep. like he, his life was on Ostella Road in Cornersville, Tennessee in a small house. Uh, on a big farm and, and he never seemed unhappy. No, he was completely, you know, and, and so there's, there's something to that, uh, of just, Hey, these are, I just do this every day. I work hard. I I thank God for what I have. I go to church on Sunday. I love my, my family. I, I lead my family well. Uh, and there's something to that. And I think sometimes as, as a people, because we, and, and, you know, Tyler preached this on Sunday, uh, we are a, a culture that wants instant gratification. That, that's who we are. And, and social media has kind of uh, fostered that even more. Uh, and, and because we want instant gratification, we we want that special pill that will make us lose weight or we want right. uh, that to win the lottery because we can win all that money or we if we could just get this job, it would fix everything. And, and the reality is sometimes that is not the case. And sometimes what we're seeing on social media isn't real. Yep. And, and so we're, we're then at a place of recognizing where we are. And I think that's why for some of us, we, we reminisce a lot. Yeah. And now, now as a, as I get older, I think about it. Cause you know, as a kid, you hear people say, well, in my day and this and that. And you're like, whatever. I said it a couple of times yeah. this morning. But, on, but now, yeah, but now I'm like, oh, that's why we reminisce. Of course. And, and, and when I start reminiscing at home, my kids are like, tell another story. Yeah. Tell another story of you and your brothers. Tell another story of you and, and your buddies. Tell another story of, of this or that. And I'm like, oh, they're like me. Cause I was interested in those stories yeah. too. And to think now I'm the guy that's telling the story is just mind blowing. Uh, and, and then to think on top of all that, that we were actually in 2023 yeah. is just wow. craziness. It is wild. It's been, um, you know, it's been a good break though for us. Uh, you know, we, we were able to, as I said, you know, get a little time away. Of course, we did four Christmas Eve services. Yep. So that's always taxing. I feel a little sure. just worn out yep. on Christmas Day, but I'm excited about the year ahead. Yeah, man. I really, really am. It's going to be good days and we're going to keep on plugging along between Sundays. Yeah. We'll continue to do the same on this very afternoon. We'll yep. be back in just a moment. Was that Billy Joel? Yeah, it's Billy Joel. That's, solid. That's good. So, uh, this year was a little bit different for you. You uh, you were traveling on Christmas Eve. Yeah, so I didn't get to go to any of the Christmas Eve services. Yeah, that's okay. Because uh, okay. we were I mean, on the road. I understand, you know, yeah. you don't love Jesus. but yeah, No, know. no, that's not true. No. Um, but I must tell you, uh, I must tell you a funny story. Okay. I'll just say it here on the air. So... Um, We've had a few Christmas Eve stories over the years that have just been goofy. And, right. And it feels like the... You nearly burnt the place yeah, down. Yeah, we, we had one where where the um, there was a, a crown of thorns that was around the Advent candle. Yep. They caught a flame. Yep. That happened. Well, this year, on the final and fourth Christmas Eve service that we did. Of okay, course. Um, 
we had an Advent reader, uh, and they lit the candle, and they used the wrong thing to light the candle. Mm. It was actually the candle that I was supposed to take the light from the Christ candle oh. and then spread it to the body. Okay. And and so they took that candle and kind of tucked it under the wreath. Well, as you know, uh, if you recall, we do this, you know, as as many people do with Silent Night. Yeah, sure. But we do this deal that kind of comes straight out of communion. And we actually talk about how, you know, all these things, these the Advent candles that we light, whether it be for love or hope or peace or joy, like all of those things seem to have faded. So I'll actually blow one candle out each moment because I'm talking about when Christ was crucified. Mm-hmm. And then we actually blow out the Christ candle and I'll say, and darkness came over the earth. And then I'll say, but God. Right. And then we relight the candle, okay? Which is cool. We relight sure. the candle. And then it's from that Christ candle that we then spread the light into the room to do the lighting of, of mm-hmm. everyone in individual candles. Well, the candle that I was supposed to use from the big Christ candle was no longer there. Missing. Gone. MIA. And it's dark. What am I supposed to yep. do? So I have no other but choice to pick up the large, the big large one, yeah. Christ candle right out of the center of the I was going to say, thankfully, you were smoking a cigarette and you used a cigarette. False. No? False. No? Okay. I took the big, oversized Christ candle oh, man. out of the center of the wreath and then attempted to, like, bend down off the stage. Sure. And for the you know the, our team that's coming up to, hey, to take the candle. Yeah. And so then I'm holding it during the singing. Well, remember, there's no, like... There's no catching the catching wax. Catching the wax. Yeah. It is it is all over me. Yeah. I mean, it's, I have a new sport coat on. It's all over my sport coat. It is my hands feel like they're on fire because yeah, the wax they is are. hot. Yeah. It is a big candle putting yeah. out a lot of wax. And so then what I attempt to do is to then take the candle and to try to put it back in the mm, wreath. Didn't go well. It won't go back in. So then I have this awkward 10 seconds of like trying to fiddle with it around at the wreath. And then I'm back holding it again to the continuation of the song. Hmm. And let's put it this way. As soon as I, we sang that last word, I blew out the Christ candle. Yeah. I mean, it, which was in my hands. That's it was tough. quite the scene. And our team laughed at me afterwards. They were like, what What was going on up there? And I was like, I couldn't find the other candle. Yeah. So I blame so, it on yeah. the reader. It, yeah. Yeah. Yes. The answer yeah, is yes. It's their fault. But um, they ruined Christmas Eve for everybody. <laughs> no, they did not. But they are responsible for me having a lot of wax yeah. on my new sport coat that had to get directly. Right, and they have to pay for your. You had to get grafting on your hands because <laughs> of the wax burn. <laughs> no, but it was good. So Christmas Eve went great. Except I had a good break. Uh, I, I think we we talked briefly, but it should be noted. Um, uh, my buddy and 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 friend of yours as well. Um, Scott Stallings yeah. uh, was in the news. Yeah, he um, made Scott, Scott is a uh, PGA golfer here yeah. in town, one of my dearest friends. Had a great year last year. Had a great year, and he was in the news, but not for his performance. No. He was in the news because he qualified for the Masters yeah, this big year. big deal. This will be his third yeah. time at the Masters, but anytime you qualify for the Masters, and he's kind of a journeyman. I don't want to say that in a, you know, sometimes you hear like the, the term like he's a, uh, you know, about a quarterback. He's right. a he's a game manager. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, well, that means he's not yeah. that good. He hustles. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no, like when you say kind of a journeyman, meaning he's just been this steady yep. player on the tour for a really, really long time now. 
but he's not winning big majors. But, you know, he's yeah. won three times on tour. Great dude, loves Jesus, great family. But he qualified. He was in the top 30 yep. at the end of the season last year. Which is awesome. And so that means he qualified for all the majors, including the, the Masters, Masters, which is at the Augusta National yeah. in Augusta, Georgia. And what happens is with all the pageantry and kind of all the, you know, the ritual of the Masters, which there's all this great yeah. tradition, they send you a formal invitation. Yeah, in the mail. And you actually can't practice at Augusta until you receive that unless you have been hosted by a member. Hmm. So Scott has gone out and played a few times over recent weeks and recent months at Augusta, but he's had to go as a guest of a member. Because he hadn't got his invitation he hadn't received his invitation yet. And so he's been waiting on his invitation. He's had a number of us looking in the mail. Very much like Clark on Christmas vacation, not getting his bonus. Looking for it, checking it, and then all of a sudden... And, and it's not coming. Yeah. And he gets a direct message through Instagram yeah, of from, all the places. From a random guy. From a random guy that says, hey, my name is Scott Stalling. Yeah, and my wife. And my wife's name is also Jennifer. Uh, Scott's wife is Jennifer. We call her yeah. Jen. But, you know, and, 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 and he I, lives in Georgia. And I live in Georgia. Scott lives in Tennessee. Yeah. But I am pretty certain I've received your master's Isn't invitation. Isn't that crazy? And so he opened it up, and it is indeed like all the... Yeah, the guy even said, like, I'm not crazy, and he sent him pictures of it, <laughs> and uh, in, it's insane. Yeah, man. and I love that he actually, in the Instagram post, he had, or in the direct message, he included his wife's Instagram, yeah. which is kind of like, uh, you know, like, I, I, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Like, here's real people. Uh, I think he's like maybe a real estate agent or something. It's, it's you know? awesome that he... Because not many people would have done that. I mean, Yeah, absolutely. And And... And so the big question has been like, you know, so it, it went super viral. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, so Scott posted it, um, you know, posted a, a picture with some things redacted, you know, kind of blacked sure. out with all the details of this guy. But like it went crazy viral, got picked up by ESPN, yeah, and the yeah. Golf Channel and, you know, thousands of retweets and all this other stuff. But the big ongoing discussion by, you know, kind of all of us armchair quarterbacks has been, would you have done that? Or... Everyone's like, we really wish that the, the they call him the fake Scott Stallings. Right, he not could have easily he win. still a Scott Stallings, you know, but with the non-PGA Tour Scott, Scott Stallings show up. And like, I need to practice. And be like, here I am. And of course they would have been like, you, you're not It's interesting guy, to me, like. like I would, I want to know more of how they made that mistake. Like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Googling? Googling people's addresses? Like, how do you randomly send it to a guy? Scott thinks that because I think, so Scott's part of Scott, or one of Scott's like management or a piece of his management group had an office in Sea Island. Okay. Okay. Which is in Georgia. And apparently this guy is very close to there. Like maybe even like next door. Or something. Okay, so maybe they sent it to management. And so maybe they thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even think. I think that management is no longer there. But I think they may huh. have thought, oh, that's that address. We know this is to them. You know, I mean, kind of how it may have been. Maybe. I mean, that's his best guess. But he's like, again, why if they that's were sending so it to me, odd. why yeah. would they would have sent it to my management group? Like, yeah. just send it to me. Check your database. Yeah. Check your wild. Rolodex, PGA. Come on now. I mean, Augusta probably does have a Rolodex. They probably don't have like. Uh, you know, they're so traditional. Yeah. They probably have everything on paper. 
Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. Made man. for a fun story. Made though. for a great story. And, and it sounds like they're like I think Scott is actually my our friend Scott is actually taking the other Scott. Well, sure. Now they're going to gonna dinner, be friends. Yeah. You know, and like it's, it's great. Thanking him for. I it. mean, I hope he's not crazy. I that mean, would be bad. You know, uh, Scott may need to bring just some security just in case. You never know. Yeah, and I'm willing. Uh, I'm willing. Yeah, I'll go. No. Eat uh, eat in a very public place just in yeah. case. I'd like to take you to a little local place called Applebee's. What if Scott meets him and he looks like him? <laughs> and he's like, hold on. And Wait then his wife comes out and it looks like Jen. And then he's like, what is happening? And the guy like dresses like him. And I then like he, that. And then he sits down with Scott and he says, hey, man, you just got to pay the man. Yes, and rent's exactly. due. Rent's, rent's is due. And Which Scott's is, just like, what is, what is going is on? Which is one of Scott's signature Yeah, things. yeah. So uh, I love it. pretty cool stuff, though. That's That's fun. It's funny because it all worked out. You it know? did work out. It would have been great. That'd be you know we talked about doing movies. That'd have been a great movie if the fake Scott Stylins goes to the and ends up doing well, getting on the Masters, and the real Scott Stylins like what's happening. That'd be a great movie. It'd be very happy Gilmore. It would be good, but I like it. We'll talk more when we come back. As we continue between Sundays, Andrew Wood, Jason Hayes here on Joy Six Twenty, also on podcast. If you listen. You can find the podcast, Investing Ho- uh, not Investing Hope. You can find my show at investinghope.com. But you can find this podcast between Sundays on Google Play, iTunes, uh, Spotify. Anywhere where podcasts are Yeah, found. Alexa, tell her to play it. I like that. You know? And don't ask her. Tell her. <laughs> uh, I think that's an important thing. Our Alexa at the house is starting to just ignore me. Really? Yeah, like I'll say something and nothing, and then the kids will say exactly what I said. Oh, yeah. Now, we do that for sure. Like I'll say, you know, I don't want to cause this be to sure. happen. Somebody's yeah, home yeah, yeah. right now. But I'll, you know, I'll give the instruction. I'll say Alexa, and then I'll say, you know, drop into right. so-and-so's bedroom. And, uh, you know, which is funny. Yeah. Like when I grew up, we actually had an intercom. Yeah, yeah Like exactly. I, we, you yeah. push the button. Yeah. It's all it is. It's just an intercom. Yeah. And where I grew up, you just yelled. Yeah. Which we, we yeah. actually would do. We had both. We had had the intercom and then we'd just yeah. yell. Yeah. You know. Of course. Which we do the same. We still today, do. Yeah. You know? Obviously. Um, but occasionally if I'm not feeling it, I'll like, you know, Alexa drop into so-and-so's bedroom and I'll talk to him and then I'll be like, Alexa, hang up. And Alexa won't hang up. Yeah. And Alexa won't hang up again. And then all of a sudden, one of the boys will say, Alexa, hang up. Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like they've gone in there and done something I'm not aware of. No, I think it's like they've been observing our wives. And mm. they're like... We don't listen. That the wives don't listen. So why should we? So why should we? Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't blame Alexa. And know, I certainly don't blame our wives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't either. And Why nor would do you, you nor do you and I actually give any commands to our wives. We, we don't. <laughs> no. We don't do that. <laughs> no. Hey, Aaron, drop in on <laughs> the kids' room. Yeah. 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 No, we don't do that. No. No. Nor do we need to. No. Man, so, I mean, all right. So uh, there's been quite a few things that have happened. Yeah. Since we've been, uh, you know, since we've been on the show together. I mean, I, I think. You know, we've had this deal in Idaho, yeah, which crazy, is really kind of crazy. Multiple and, and college students murdered. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that happened, you know, a few weeks ago. But then they, they've apprehended this one that they, they think did it. Yeah. Is the you know, is the, the, the suspect or the one that's... And did you see how they called him? Yeah. yeah. Where they, they went into public database, like, uh, you know, family tree type yeah. stuff. And they said that when there's when there's no DNA evidence at the scene, which, you know, this this dude like studies criminology and stuff. And so maybe he figured out a way not to leave any DNA at the scene 
Then he drove across country with his dad. Uh, and they said, so they used public databases to find connections of any family, connection. any connections. And then that's how they ultimately traced well, it Well, yeah, I mean, and it still may be, you still may have, uh, you know, let, let's say it's some very, very vague uh, thread. I'm just But using. he's not in the system. Yeah, you know, but, but let's say, let's say it's, it's, you know, it's a strand of DNA that, you know, right. it's not a complete match. Yep. But it narrows it down to this person and his potential 500 relatives. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, then it's not that hard to figure out, do any of these 500 have relatives a connection to have that area. any connection to that yeah. area? And boom. And, of course, you know, you've seen this story where like, he's, he was pulled over twice. Yeah. And so you just wonder, like, because they tracked him across yep. the country. So I'm like, I'm wondering, were those just a happenstance traffic right. stops? Right. Or were they... You know, gaining more data. Were they looking in the car? I mean, we really don't know. Well, and they, and they a gag order now. They interviewed one of his students because he's a PhD PhD student and like teacher's assistant. And one of his students was like, "I noticed around that time he looked disheveled more so than normal." And he said, "I remember thinking, man, finals week must be hitting him hard, just like yeah. us." Yeah. And and it's just insane. And I I saw an interview with one of the the victim's fathers and he was like you know it just seems like a bit of relief that hopefully we found the guy yeah. that did it and and uh man just so crazy we'll see that play crazy out stuff. i mean it'll take months i'm sure yeah. but we'll see that play out of course we um we had this uh deal just a, a couple days ago yes. uh, which is so Monday tragic with uh demar hamlin yeah. uh from the buffalo bills and and you know at the time of us recording this i mean he, he's still in critical condition mm -hmm. and so we continue to wish him the best that's always scary just because you're not used to seeing yeah that's a yeah you it, see people get injured but how how many times have you seen the cart come onto the go i mean not on the golf course they come onto the football field and then you know they're scary moments but then what do they do uh, it's like the yeah, thumbs, th up, thumbs up you know yeah. or you get a pretty quick report like hey well, even even guys that have been paralyzed there's at least like they're awake. Yes. The the fact that they took his jersey off and was doing CPR in front of thousands of fans yes. and the players right there Ooh. on the field, just heavy, heavy. And the, his parents were there. Yeah, the scariest thing to me, well, not, I shouldn't say scariest, but the the most um, poignant <clears throat> visual to me was watching these grown men yeah. kind of like almost like look. Of course, they'd circled up to sure. get privacy uh, around the player, but they they'd look. And then they'd have to turn away. Like, they yeah. just couldn't watch it because they thought there was a chance they were watching their teammate die. Yeah. That's hard stuff. And then, of course, this week we have had whatever's happening yeah. in our nation's capital. In our nation's capital. Yeah. Try to give a, a descriptor for us the best you can. Well, I mean, we have, you know, we're the Republicans took control of the House, and so they're voting for Speaker. Uh, of course, Nancy Pelosi's been the speaker for a while. She's no longer that because Republicans took control. Everyone thought it was going to be Kevin McCarthy. Uh, he thought he had the votes. Donald Trump endorsed him. And, you know, Donald, that's, what, that's what Donald Trump does. He endorses folks that he thinks are going to win. Yeah. Uh, well, it turns out he didn't have the votes. And so they did the first ballot. He didn't get, he's got to get 218 votes. He didn't get 218. They did a second ballot. He didn't get 218. They did a third ballot. He didn't get 218. Uh, and so we don't know what's going to happen. He said last night, I'm going to, we're going to do this till I win, which is interesting. <laughs> and again, uh, we, we, uh, just to be in full disclosure, you know, we, we, we're recording a, tad a little early. early. So, so if it happens today, we, we don't know, but, yep. 
but it doesn't appear. I don't know how he's going to get the votes. And, and you know, some people are saying it, it, and it is chaos. But this is this is how how it should work. You, you should go back and forth and make your case. Now, the part that I'm bothered by is it's like, well, if you don't vote for me and I win, I'm going to not give you any committee assignments. Yeah. Or, or if you want my vote, yeah, I need to get you're this going and to that. Do some it, things for me. To me, that stuff is is ridiculous. Uh, but this hasn't happened in a hundred years. I know. I think the thing that was disappointing again, I, I didn't see all of it, you know, but it it sounded like, as it's reported, that of course, you know, there was this group that came back with yeah. like thirty demands. Yeah, yeah. Um, to McCarthy, and the large majority of them. Now, some would say. You know, a, a, a personal appointment sure. is a win for your people, you sure, know, and your sure. constituents. But a lot of it felt self-serving. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be the surprise, committee chair surprise, of this, yeah. and I'm going to get this, and this is going to be my opportunity. Not, I'm going to give you my vote if you promise right. to do these things for these from these people. Well, and the know? interesting thing is they they asked President Trump after he, you know, didn't get the votes on the, on the three uh, options or the three times – do you stand by your endorsement? And his answer was, we'll see how it shakes out. And so, <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's just, it's also silly. That's yeah. the problem. And, and then you wonder why trust is lacking in, yeah, in D.C. And, and in politics. Well, it's just the silliness of it all. And there's something to me, you know, I mean, again, it just feels like grandstanding. It feels like political posturing and, oh, and all yeah. this stuff. But you're like, okay, so... I mean, isn't the definition of insanity now not technically, sure. but it's basically doing the same thing over and over and yeah. over and expecting different results? Yeah. I mean, I I kind of appreciated the one guy who flipped after the second one. Right. I guess it's just kind of like, I mean, are we just going to all keep? Well, and, and what I don't keep, what I don't like, understand, get in a room is, and let's talk about it. Is Kevin like if I'm Kevin McCarthy and I didn't win out of three different times? And, and Chip Roy and some others are like, look, we're not budging right. on this. And at what point do you go, okay, I'm out. Like, I, I've, I've heard. Y'all don't yeah. want me. I'm out. Uh, like, I, that's the part I don't understand. And then, and then what kind of confidence is that giving to the American people that, hey, now you have control of the House. You're going to lead well, but you can't even manage to do this Correct. well. Uh, and then there was, a, you know, there was a letter last night sent about, uh, you know, calling Kevin McCarthy uh, a squatter. Yeah. And when it, and it was office, just, it's yeah. just kid stuff. Like we're in high school running for student council. This, right. This isn't student council. This is like a big deal. You Correct. control the purse strings. You, you, we, we've sent you there to lead in, in the hard things and you can't even figure this out. It doesn't, it doesn't lend itself to, you know, I think we're thirsty for some real leadership and, 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 and to give a dichotomy, you have that going on, a big old cluster of a mess in, in D.C. And then DeSantis gives his second inauguration address in, in the state of Florida, and it felt more like a presidential address than a, than a governor like a... Uh, because he was saying, you know, Florida has, is number one in net gain population. People are flocking there. It's number one in business growth. It's number one in education. Like, they, he has truly changed the state. Yeah. The state is no longer purple. It's now fully red. Yeah. Like, so, so look at that dichotomy. You have him going, look, I'm not paying attention to what's happening in D.C. Here's what's happening in Florida. And, and then you have all the mess that's happening in D.C. So I think that's why people are, when you look at the polls and stuff, you're seeing DeSantis rise because people are going, now that's leadership. Yeah, no doubt. That, like, we want that. And, 
and for anyone that's listening going, well, but, you know, you're just shilling for Republicans. But you can even see good leadership on when it comes to a Democrat in certain areas. If they are leading well, it makes a difference to the people. No doubt. Uh, If you are doing shenanigans and nonsense, people are like, I'm over it. I I just don't want to, you know, I'm over it. Well, you know, and and you just you think what work needed, what work needs to be getting done right now? (laughs) Yeah. What work needs to be getting done on behalf of our nation? Instead, what we're doing is we have all these guys constantly again. Literally keeping on voting over and over and over and over and over and, and, over, and over and tweeting. Ah, it's like, so, what, what are we doing? You know, so. uh, the, Again, founders, we, the founders are rolling over. We pray for our leaders. We, um, we vote accordingly. Um, we hopefully make wise choices as we place leadership you know, yep. in the seats they are. And yet we keep our hope and our trust in Jesus. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, we'll be back. Now that, my friend, that is a good song. Absolutely. What does he say right there? I have no guess. What's he say? Get rid of it today. Whatever it is, we like it. Yeah, it's good. Sounds good. I don't know what he says, but it's good. Uh, and that's that's a testament to a good song. When you're like, nah, I don't know. I'm going to mess it up if I try to sing along. Uh, but I love it. Love the way it sounds. So as we as we finish up today, it's 2023. Any predictions? Because we've called for several things over the years. Yeah. Well, now now We're earlier not, on the Bob Bell show, we we made our UT predictions. Yeah, you uh, went bold. I went I went big. I said Milton's going to be a Heisman candidate, and we're going to be in the playoff. You were more conservative. Nine win, eight win season. <laughs> I said nine. Strong season, but um, I mean, I take either of those. That, I think that's a, a great thing. Here's what I'll say. I mean, after watching UT basketball last night, I mean, oh man, my good. Of course, they were hitting on all cylinders if, last listen, night. If we can even have remotely close to that type of offense. It's we will be a final four. Our our defense is incredible. It always is incredible. But yeah, yeah last night was was something. If you're going to hold teams to fifty and sixty points and then can score eighty or ninety, yeah. who's going to beat you? Yeah, exactly. Well, and and even uh, Bradshaw on the on the yeah play by play was like I I think they went out this month, and and if they went out this month then they're going to be looking at number one, number two. That's what they're going to be. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I think and, – and Lenardi, I think, is already saying that they're a, a two-seed yep. uh, in the tournament. Of course, that's – we're early. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think I think we make a deep play in the tournament this all, year. Here's the thing that – It just depends on what you draw, man. Well, plus, you know, you should never know. You know, you never know with an injury or something yeah. of that sort. You know, but I think the thing that should encourage us is that we – you know, we have some pretty solid depth. Yep. In fact, I mean, I, I I personally think that there's a couple of our starters that aren't, they're <clears> not <throat> two of the five best players. You know, but I mean, you even look at Zakai Ziegler who comes off the bench. You know, I mean, he is absolutely fantastic, but he just prefers to come off the bench. I mean, you look at our big men, they usually... Uh, you know, they often start Plavsic, yep. but if you look at Kamwa and you look at some of these guys, you know, that, that are the younger guys, I mean, you're like, I, I'm not sure they're not contributing more than Plavsic. So, I mean, you've got quite a bit of depth, which does sustain you through if a person gets injured, you know, I mean, you've got a lot of different places. Yep. I mean, we've seen that with, it was great to see Josiah Jordan yep. James back out there, uh, you know, but like, 
Well, listen to this. Wes Rucker, who's a local sports guy, uh, he, he tweeted this last night. Vols score 87 points. No one scored more than 14 points. And 28 of the 36 buckets were assisted. Yep. I mean, so so you don't have guys like said, that's the if that's not Tennessee basketball, yeah. I don't know what it and is. And so like you yeah. have you have guys that it's not like we got a guy that's scoring thirty, right? We're distributing like everybody's getting the 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 play time. And then this was another one, eighty seven points and attempted just three free throws. Yeah, it's amazing. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And and so yeah, if we can keep this up. And it is it truly is a testament to Rick Barnes. We've that got, dude has has coached uh, this team. Just so likable too. Uh, We've man. got baseball season right around oh, the corner. Oh yeah, we're going to win the World Series. I mean, man, it's, it's, this, it's, this year it feels is the like year it's a good time to be evolved. This year is the year we win the national championship, the World Series and then we cap it all off with a college football championship wow. with Milton as the Heisman. If we get that, Knoxville will be burned down. <laughs> In a good way. In a good way. Uh, but could you imagine? I mean, you know, it could certainly, at the very least, this year could give us a Final Four, a World Series berth, and a, and a college if playoff. If those things happen, so let's just hypothetically, if those things happened and you wanted to go all in, like you were, mm. you were like, I am going to celebrate everything yeah. Tennessee for like a week straight. Yeah. The problem is I'm such a funny dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. What would you do? Like, like, so do you immediately go onto the strip and eat at Gus's Deli? Uh-huh, yeah. Do you like, do you, uh, you know, are you, what, what does it look like to really like celebrate I think, an amazing. So, so to give you context, the, I don't, again, I'm a funny dude. Do you go to the vol shop? Uh, <laughs> you, do you walk down? At here's, the Vol-Dave? here's what, what I would do, do. Here's what I would do. So, I'm a fuddy dud, but there was one time in my life when the Titans won the AC championship when they were going to the Super Bowl. Yep. They won, and me and my brother got in the car. And bought m- no, man we, jerseys. No, we drove to Wycheck jerseys, obviously. We drove <laughs> to the stadium, sat in the stadium, and waited for them to land from Jacksonville. Are you serious? And then come in, and, and there was, you know, there was a couple thousand people yeah, there, maybe. Yeah. And then... They like we celebrated them when they got into the stadium, and we lost our minds. Like we were on the news, yelling, like <laughs> so all this do stuff. So you some iteration. So of I that. would do something like that with my kid, with my boy. That's yeah. what I would do. I like that. That's yeah. solid. That's really solid. And then I'd go back to being just, old fuddy dud <laughs> <laughs> and just screaming about it. Right? I love it. Yeah. Hey friends, happy new year. We're looking forward to many Wednesdays ahead, or whenever you choose to listen. We appreciate your lo- you. Wow. We appreciate you actually listening. Yeah, we do. Hope you're doing that. We're grateful. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.